but a big hour to get through on the Storm Hour. Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns somehow allowed back in the building this week after last week's uh, very much code pressing. I wouldn't say breaking, but certainly just nudging the barriers of good taste. Uh, boys, welcome back. Good to give it a, give it a bit of a nudge. Yeah, yep. no, we were good to be back, a, Sammy. It was a, it was a, and we good. Obviously, Donna from Dandenong calling in was fantastic. Were we expecting any calls from Donna from Dandenong, aka your father, Matty Johns, tonight, Cooper? Honestly, no idea. Honestly, let's just uh, let's keep it a secret. He might show up. It'd be a nice surprise. Hey, before we get into, because uh, obviously Anzac Day last week and a nail biter storm getting over the line over the Warriors and a bit of controversy around that with that uh, penalty or one that wasn't paid in the in the last quarter. Uh, sorry, last half. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of iconic moments in commentary, Mike Williamson was a legendary Aussie rules commentator that passed away today. And uh, the Mark Jezelenko, you beauty, I think people from all sports know that one. Um, for you guys, though, if you were to pick a iconic piece of rugby league commentary, what sticks out for you? Oh, I mean, there's plenty of great moments in 2012 in particular, I remember, but we, we oh, won't no. go that far back. What happened then? What happened in 2012? <laughs> But there must have been a lot of wingers scoring a lot of great tries at that time. I don't know. I'm Go on. Sure. You want to give yourself a <laughs> none, 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 at, none at Canberra Raiders at that time. Ha, ha, hang on. Have we got the audio? No, <laughs> no we don't. We don't. No, we don't. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but no, for me, it's just Rabs. Uh, I, don't, I can't think of a quote, but um, legendary commentary. Can you do a? Can you do an impression? No. I, 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 I only, I've only ever heard him say my own name. That's all I can think of. We'll say it in his voice then. That is a real great summation of you, that you're all, you're, all you can hear of Rabs, <laughs> all you can hear of Rabs is saying uh, your uh, name. Yeah, Shandor Earl. Yeah, that's pretty close. Thanks, Sammy. You <laughs> obviously <laughs> remember it. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about for you, Cooper Johns? Um, my, I remember Andrew Voss. Yep. Andrew Voss. Now, yeah, on, uh, on the first ever rugby league live game, yep. I remember playing that on the PS2 back at home. <laughs> and he used. They used to. They did all these outtakes of him, and um, you probably one, remember me from that game. Yeah, no, I don't think you're in it, mate. <laughs> uh, and I remember all I remember him saying was, whenever you'd make a break in the game, it'd be, he moves like a flaming gazelle. What is <laughs> a what is a flaming gazelle? I don't know. You'd be moving maybe, fast though if you're on fire. Maybe like, um, maybe, what are the what are the things the lions eat? The things they chase down with the horns. Like a, a, a bison That's a, is or that a, gazelle? a buffalo. That, no, that is a gazelle. Yeah, yeah it's a gazelle. Well, the, the actual gazelle. So it's yeah. a gazelle on fire. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's basically a gazelle on speed. Basically a gazelle on fire. Uh, what about the – who was it that said steps through the raindrops? This kid could step through the raindrops. That's that's Vossi as well. This kid could step raindrops. And who, for who was that about? Uh, definitely not Shandor Earl because he's <laughs> – when he moves, it's like <laughs> – I wasn't going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like watch, walking through very thick mud. Oh, mate, they're definitely not referring to me. <laughs> Are you guys serious? Sorry, do we have any? Do we have YouTube here? I'm not sure. Uh, anyway. Now, uh, later on in the show, we're going to try and get in touch with another Storm legend. It's been really successful the last couple of weeks. It won't be Matt Geyer <laughs> this week after Matty hasn't answered his phone for the last two. Uh, we are going to be speaking to Scott Hill in about 10 minutes' time as well. And then we're going to go inside camp because the Storm are off uh, to play Cronulla this weekend. So we're going to head to the Shire. Uh, your assistant coach, Ryan Hinchcliffe, is going to take us inside Melbourne Storm camp. Beautiful. Um, boys, before we get to what uh, a bit of audio that you guys have found that sort of tickled your fancy this week in regards to uh, a bit of action at the judiciary, Joe Stimson was uh, playing in the Q uh, Interest Super Cup and uh, – he was up on a dangerous uh, contact charge and has actually got off. And before we get to that audio, though, what about all the talk we're hearing at the moment that uh, Kevin Walters, the state of origin coach for Queensland, is going to send an SOS out to your captain, Cameron Smith, 
to come back in after he stepped away from rep footy last year. An SOS to Cam. Has mm. that filtered through training at the moment? Has the SOS reached Melbourne Storm training and will it be answered? By well, Cameron Smith. Yeah, well, it's definitely filtered through. The boys have been genie him up all week. Apparently, hundred <laughs> k a game is the price tag. Just so for for Kevy, he's probably listening. He doesn't um, need it. I don't think he needs it. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how keen he is. I think he's well and truly put the cue in the rack. That's mm. so he says. But my game three decider come out and you know add that to the list of ridiculously like amazing things he's done. Would that be equivalent to when Wayne sent the SOS to Alfie Langer? In England, yes. and said Alfie. Man tossed up, isn't yeah, it? that's exactly what I was thinking today, old mm. Alfie Langer. He, you know, he might, he might want to come back and make a Alfie Langer two point On the SMS zero four double three nine eight eleven sixteen, we're trying to figure out what a flaming gazelle is, and we've been told that uh, what the lions eat is wildebeest and impala, not gazelle. Mm. Well, that, that's someone who's watched a lot of David Attenborough, and we yeah. appreciate that. What, who eats gazelle then? Yeah, I mean. I don't know. A cheater? Can he, can he tell it? Whoever well, whoever that is, yeah. put your name in suburb too if you are going to text in. You can uh, have a chat to the boys, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can get a double pass if you let us know. What yeah. <laughs> what, who eats a gazelle? And we do have we do have tickets to give away as well to the Storm taking on the Eels at Amy Park Saturday, May 11th. All well, thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Boys, this tickled your fancy during the week. Joe Stimson up on a rough uh, contact charge uh, stemming from an incident in the Q, uh, I keep about to say the Q Clash, which is not what we're talking about. Q Cup. Q, Cup. Q, Cup. Yes. Q Clash is when the Lions take on the Suns in the AFL. Q Cup is what you boys play in when you're not playing for the Storm. And Joe Stimson found himself in a bit of trouble. Luckily, though, he was free to play this week after uh, your judiciary uh, advocate, which is Ryan Hoffman, who is a, a legend of the Storm. He got involved this week and got him off, and which was a, a fantastic effort. Uh, to get him off, uh, and I'll keep saying get him off, don't I? Is that a euphemism or something? No, it's not. We're talking about he got he he, he got the decision, he got his report overturned, we'll stay. We'll go with that. Uh, this is Craig Bellamy when asked about Ryan Hoffman getting the charge Dro- dropped. dropped. <laughs> oh, I'm in a spin charge cycle now. Off. This is, yeah, this is your coach, Craig Bellamy. Didn't seem like he had a whole lot of confidence in Ryan Hoffman. Yeah, I'd like to say, yeah, it's always in interesting, yeah, yeah, Joey. Now that to me sounds like we've got two bit of audio, two bits of audio playing at once. iPhone down at the press conference. Uh, sure. Go again there, Shandor. We'll get your mic back on. Sorry, mate. A um, couple of technical issues tonight. Obviously, that's you recording uh, Craig on your iPhone down at the press conference. Well, he didn't know I was there, which made it even more awkward. <laughs> uh, I just had it in the pocket, just having a chat to him. Uh, had my oh. arm around him. No, well, that's basically, he just said we didn't have much confidence in Ryan Hoffman. Yeah, well, which is fair. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually quite hopeless at his at what he's doing. At the moment. Actually, a story. Last two weeks ago, the boys played up against the Cowboys and he booked the flights home from Townsville, and the flight was at 11. It got delayed nine hours, mm. and the boys didn't leave until about <laughs> 7 or 8 o'clock at night, and, it, of course, everything was blamed on Hoffy, so he's, he's got a bad track record Normally now. it's grammatical errors uh, just on the storm path, which is our travel sheet, but, yeah, th- that went to another level. He's trying his best to transition to the, uh, to the staff room, but it's, it's, it's not going well. He's a former legend of the club, obviously, and a legend of rugby league, Ryan Hoffman. He has made the move into being the team manager, and you're just feeling at the moment there's a few things just slipping through the cracks. Yeah, assistant team manager. Um, yeah. <laughs> assistant to the team manager. Yeah. 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 The, the lead one is Frank Penasy, 
He's the he's the lead he's the lead manager and he's okay. just his little so he's, assistant. He's learning the ropes, but you know, I guess that's that's all part of it. You, you live and you learn. You make mistakes. And I'm sure you boys don't hesitate, but to let him know when he has made mistakes. No, nah, particularly those khaki pants. Yeah, and he wears extremely tight <laughs> shirts. Yeah, he's, he's a large. He's, co- and he's, he's covering for something. Obviously, he's you know out of the weight room post career, and there's just, there's a bit of insecurities there. But we won't we won't go into that. Has he joined your F45 yet? No, nah, no, he doesn't do cardio anymore, Hoffy. No, just 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 um all bo- all body weight exercises, just lifting. Yep, buys and tries. Uh, now, just quickly, what a great result for the Storm last week against the Warriors. Uh, still sitting top of the table, which is fantastic. How did you boys see the game? Because it was a, a real arm wrestle and the occasion itself on Anzac Day. And we spoke last week to the captain of the uh, Australian Defence Force team and the New Zealand Defence Force team that played in the curtain raiser. Just take us through the day because it was, uh, or the night, because it was a sensational reflection and a real honouring of the Anzac spirit on Anzac Day. And the result went the right way too. Uh, yeah, it was a really good night. Started with those, that game against Australia versus New Zealand. Uh, Australia winning, yes. Um, but then to tap it off with the when they went the blackout and then the um, they made a Nick Barber at the Storm made a big uh, like what do you call it a mural or no, it was a video that but it it was projected sort of three D on the bordering of the top of the stadium. So it was wow. really cool. Yeah, it was massive. But the blackout, the whole thing was cool. It was like a it's basically like a 10, 15 minute pre show. But, um, yeah, they really turned it on. But the game in itself, I think we are in a bit of a patch of form and cohesion, but to take away the two points is the uh, the highlight there. What did you make of the controversial decision or non-decision in the in the last half there? Because uh, some people saying that cost the Warriors the game. Could have gone both ways. Yeah. I think uh, it's – and it's definitely gone both ways this year. I think mm. um, the only thing I would say in Jesse's favour is he was literally – like legitimately trying to play the ball. So I think refs are this year hanging their hat on. If you're milking, so that's basically trying to flop around in the tackle and not actually trying to play the ball, then they're not really interested. But if you're making a genuine effort, the penalties seem to be going the way of the attacking side. So I think that's what happened. But it's a shame to see the Warriors really ripped in. It's a shame to see it go on a penalty. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. We will take it, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 the karma wise ahead of Shandor Earl and the more precocious, just doesn't care, we'll just take the win when we can, of Cooper Johns. And this is the Storm Hour on SEN, uh, all thanks to the Melbourne Storm. The Purple Army is building for 2019. Melbourne, you're our city and we're your club. Any four Storm Melbourne home games for only $99, call 1300 Storms now and be Melbourne proud in 2019. We've got uh, a heap coming up too. We've got to speak to a legend in Scott Hill. That's next. We've got Ryan Hinchcliffe coming to us from Storm Camp at Cronulla, and of course, the segment that's really taking hold is T-Bone of the Week, and we'll get your nominations coming through the course of the next hour. At 7.45, the boys will give their nominations for T-Bone of the Week, all still coming up on the Storm Hour on SEN. This is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. There is only one rugby league team in town. Support the club that supports our city. Get four Melbourne Storm home games for only $99. Call 1-300-STORMS now and be Melbourne proud. Sam Hargraves joined by the boys from the Storm, Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns. And before we get to our Storm legend, we speak to a, a former Storm legend every week. We're having a chat a little earlier, boys, about iconic commentary moments, of course, in the AFL world. Um, Mike Williamson, legendary, iconic broadcaster, passed away today, sadly. Uh, great innings, uh, turned 90 last year and is responsible 
still some of the biggest moments that we've seen in footy going back in from the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, we asked you guys what uh, some of your moments, and you talked about Cooper Johns on uh, hearing the term uh, a flaming gazelle, and we're wondering what flaming gazelles were, and uh, we thought that for a minute they might be what lions eat, and we got told that uh, by someone on 04 double three nine eight eleven sixteen that only wildebeests and impalas are eaten by lions. And so we Incorrect. questioned that. Uh, we, it's now we're getting a lot of activity happening on the text. Uh, we're, flaming gazelle bangs like a dunny door in the wind has come through. Gazelles are important prey for lions, cheetahs, leopards, and crocodiles. Thanks to Jade in Ascot Vale. Clearly, Thank you. Yeah, Thank clearly. you for uh, leaving your name and location also. Yeah, we yeah, like that. It's a prerequisite here. Uh, and Jaden, just for doing that, by the way. Double uh, pass. Thank double you. Pass. Yeah, double, double pass to see the storm well take on the Parramatta Eels at Amy Park. On Saturday, May 11th, all thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. But it didn't stop there. It's only from Turak. I can confirm gazelles get eaten by lions. Lions, cheetahs, crocodiles, hyenas, and humans eat gazelle. They're Googling now, Yeah, that's from Desi in South Melbourne. Uh, Leopard and cheetah, gazelle are smaller. Thompson gazelle, about 30 kilos, says Matt in Glen Iris. So there is conjecture around which, which, uh, which big cat tends to dine out on the gazelle more? Is it lions or, or cheetahs or, or leopards? Yeah, we've really diverted from the <laughs> initial topic, which was... Rugby league. <laughs> why why are flaming gazelle? This I think is, we this can... Is very, this is a lot more interesting, though. So, so we've actually got on the line, we've got um, one of the wildlife experts from South Africa. Good morning. It's, you know that's not who it is. <laughs> Cooper Johns... Uh, I don't know, Scott Hill, if you know Cooper Johns, but he's clearly uh, just sort of treading down the path of his father and uncle by being just a, a real pest at times. Uh, Scott <laughs> Hill's been good enough to join us, a Storm legend. Uh, this man played 177 games for the Storm, uh, played 12 times for Australia, five times for New South Wales, uh, played at a Rugby League World Cup. Scott Hill, our Storm legend for the week. Hello, mate. G'day, boys. How are we? G'day, Scott. How are you, mate? Hey, Scotty. Yeah, well, boys, well. Uh, just Shandor Earl and, and Cooper Johns here, Scott. Were you enthralled by that chat about wildlife as we were? <laughs> yeah, I was taking it all in. I was just trying to work out where, which 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 big cat it is. But uh, no, I'm not real fussed by that. I'd, I'd rather talk rugby league. Um, talking <laughs> rugby league. Well, there the you go. Two, the, the two lads are, are doing pretty well up here on the sunny coast with the with the Sunshine Coast Falcons. That's for sure. Is that where you're based now, Scott Hill? Yeah, mate, I'm based in, in Noosa now. So, uh, uh, yeah, I've been uh, watching watching the, the progress of the, the, the Falcons this year under um, Eric Smith, and they're, they're doing really well. Well, I'll let the boys just take you through some questions about your days at the Storm and, and how you're seeing the game now. And I'm sure Shandor will have plenty of questions about what you think about Shandor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Scotty, we've only got a limited amount of time, so I won't, uh, I won't bore the fans with um, your great reviews, but... Mate, I just wanted to, um, obviously, looking back at your career, I wanted to ask you about, we've spoken about some particular topics here, but, mate, one that interests me in particular was I wanted to know about um, 99 Grand Final. Obviously, it's probably a bit of a heartbreaking moment, but the injury around that and, like, how we, we sort of touched on it the other week about dealing with injuries and things like that, so pretty significant, a knee reconstruction around that time. Mate, how did you, how was that and how did you get through it? Um, firstly... <laughs> They need to change me Wikipedia. I haven't changed it. But it's not a knee. It was shoulder. Oh, oh shoulder. So Close. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do read. Compound, um, a compound shit. joint, though. So. Um, but, um, yeah, look, it, it was tough. I had a couple of incidents that year. It was, I, missed, I missed a grand final with my shoulder, but also in August that year, I was 
hit over the head uh, in my hometown by a star pick, and I was in intensive care for um, a week and oh, wow. um, had ble- bleeding on the brain. So I, I, at Hang one on. stage, what, I thought I was going to play footy again. How did you get hit by a star pick at Scott Hill? Uh, um, you weren't oh, chasing Gazelle, we were, were you? <laughs> no, I weren't chasing Gazelle. We we come out of a nightclub in my hometown in Foster, and uh, apparently I was talking to the owner of the nightclub, and uh, I was hit by um, a star peg by a female. So, no way. Um, I um I don't remember a month of my life, so this is all on what I got told happened. So um, yeah, it was pretty pretty full on and pretty uh pretty dramatic. And so yeah, it was that was tough that year. So yeah, ninety nine was a was a tough one, and yeah, it looked. For the club, it was was fantastic. It was a foundation of what what's you know built the success of that club. You know, if you know, had we have not won in '99 and struggled a little bit later on, you know, you, you think back now and where would Melbourne Storm be now? You know, yeah, so sure. you know, it was it was a great grounding for for this club. Um, you know, it was built with some really good foundations of you know the directors that started the club as well as the coach at the time, Chris Anderson. And a good bunch of blokes that just came to Melbourne to really um, uh, build a team and a culture that, you know, to, to this day is still pretty strong. Yeah, awesome. Hey, Scotty, it's Cooper here. Hey, Coop. Hey, how are you? Hey, um, I just had a question on the on the team you're at just before you come to the Storm, the Hunter Mariners. Yep. I, um, so you were there with a lot of ex-Storm players, I believe, like Brett Kamali was there as well. Um, being yes. Being at that club beforehand did that help the transition to the storm and like did that help the pro like use i don't know i think use was it the semi-final they made the first year 98 yeah look yeah well that was a the major thing about you know storm coming together was was really two clubs coming together it was the, the western reds i think there was about 12 boys from the reds there was i think seven from the mariners um and there was just and then you had Lazo, Tuara Nikau, um, and those sort of guys that, that came in as well. So it, it, that made it um, an easy transition, having two teams, basically two teams come together and all work together as a, as a group. So no doubt, rather than having players come from all over the place, that was a big part of the, the success, I think, um, you know, getting a, a group of guys together that had played together before um, to sort of... Um, yeah, build that, build accommodations on a much easier basis. Speaking to Scott Hill, uh, former Storm legend on the Storm Hour. Hey, Scott, we often talk about in AFL sense about how sides like the Brisbane Lions and the Gold Coast Suns and the Swans and the Giants how they try and get a footprint and get some attention in rugby league markets. What was it like for you guys coming into AFL Heartland to try and establish a rugby league club? And get some column inches, or get some, you know, radio time, or get some TV, or get in the news somehow. What was it like in those early days, just trying to tell people that you were here? <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Um, you, you're telling me you play for the Storm, and I go, "Who the hell is that?" Um, <laughs> and that was probably for, you know, until we did win the premiership. Obviously, um, that sort of helped build our brand. But you know, early days, even the games, they had to when there was a knock on, they had to put it up on the big screen and to try and teach people or educate people on the rules of, of rugby league. And, um, you know, it's come a long way from, from that time. And, you know, it's, um, yeah, it was tough. I look at the end of the day, we had a good bunch of people that, you know, behave well, uh, put it down. Well, 
at the end of the day, we had to behave well. If we didn't behave well, it was it was effect on, on the brand, it was effect on the club, and it was effect on the future of the game um, in Melbourne. And you know, to the credit of the guys that chose or built that that first squad, um, they picked some some pretty good people that were you know successful in in building that brand. Yeah, Scotty, mate, I was just going to ask you about uh, today's, the, the current football. Obviously, I'm sure you're uh, still an avid fan of rugby league and we're, you know, going through the process now. Both Cooper and I have been at the Storm for two years and, you know, you, could, you couldn't speak highly of the place. Unbelievable culture, but I sort of feel like Storm was a... F- I sort of learned how to play rugby league here, although I'd been at other clubs. Like, you just, you learn so much. How do you see the game has sort of changed since... I guess five, ten years ago, when you were playing, what are the what are the key differences you find now, and maybe that you think are probably not the best changes? Oh, look, I think you know the physicality of the game and the quickness has got a bit quicker. Um, you know, teams are very similar on a physicality and a um, on a numbers game, but the game's become more of a coach's game. It's become very much more tactical. Um, defensive patterns are, are a lot better now. Um, so, gone are the days where yeah, you could beat teams with just pure um, ability and a bit of strength and those sorts of things. The game now is about breaking teams down. It's about identifying weaknesses in teams. Um, you know, and more as we go into the sort of game, if they go down to six interchange rules, it's going to go back to um, you know opening opportunities for good halves to be yeah, able to take advantage of, of tired forwards, which I love. Mm. You know, and that's what. To me, that's what rugby league's about, and I think, in a way, I'm I'm hoping it goes that way because we're going to see some genuine rugby league team, teams win on um, having some really smart footballers, but also having some forwards that are tough and can go through that attrition and work through some really um, fatigued mental sort of um, battles, you know. And that's to myself, I know that's why Melbourne Storm is so good, and I think they'll continue to be so good because. That's the strength that they build at this club. It's all about mental toughness. Couldn't it's all about more. being smart about what you do. And, you know, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have been through that system and been through Craig Bellamy. I know exactly what it, what wins games um, and what doesn't win games. And, it's, you know, it's funny. You, you, look at, you look at other clubs, but you can see that they don't, they don't look at the intricacies that Craig Bellamy does. And what the, if you've been through the Melbourne Storm, you know what those intricacies are. 100%. And you know how small they are, but at other clubs, they're just overseen so often. So that's why they are so good. I'll tell you what, Scott Hill, you could have heard a pin drop in here, mate. We're absolutely fascinating to hear you talk and love the pride, love the passion uh, that you've still got for the Storm. It was sensational to chat to you as our Storm legend on the Storm Hour this week. Thanks so much, and we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Scotty. Thanks, Thanks mate. Scotty. What about that? I could run through a brick wall now. That was uh, that was <laughs> I'm up and about. That, I don't know how you boys feel, but I'm ready to roll. Let's get out there. Yeah, I know. We get that a bit. Like old players come in and do talks, whether it's like pre-game or during the preseason, and they're, they're all so passionate. They all say the same thing. It does get you going. Mm. Well, quite intelligent, Scotty. He knows a lot about the game. I didn't expect that sort of to come. What do you expect him to be an idiot? Not that oh, I expect him to be Oh, no. Hang on, Scotty. I love you, mate. You know I love you, mate. I'll take it all back. I love you. That's all right, Cooper. He's gone now, luckily for you. <laughs> hey, we're getting some people through on 0433981116 on the text telling us that the next home game is West Tigers. It's not. I'm telling you right now, round nine is Saturday night. The Storm taking oh, on the Eels. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sammy. Here we go. 
What's we happened? may have a T-Bone nomination. Hang well, on. hang on. I'm looking at the it's NRL. Ma- yeah, technical, it's a technicality, so you get away with it. It is a home game, but it's Magic Round in Brisbane. So every game is going to be at Suncorp in Brisbane. So technically, it's our home game, but Magic Round, every team plays in Brisbane. All right. Well, I'm telling you right now that what I've got written in front of me, which has come from well, we your do, we club, know, is – but you're right. We know is. that doesn't always work. Wikipedia just done me a beauty on Scott Hill. Right. Well, hang on. So whatever tickets we're giving away here – which I think <laughs> it's saying to Amy Park Saturday, May 11th. I don't think we're giving flights away, are we? No. Um, you know what? Wait a minute. Will, he will pay for your flight as well. Shandorrell. I apologise to everyone saying zero, on zero four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. I reckon you might be right that the tickets we'll give you tonight are actually for the West Tigers game the following Thursday, which is definitely at home. Thank you, boys, for pulling me up. That no is worries, the magic mate. round where all the games are going to be played at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane. And I'm fairly sure that we're not paying for flights as well. So that'll be the tickets that you'll get. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's uh, this is this is what I'm dealing with yeah, here. It's all written yeah. in front of me. Hey, let's just collect right, ourselves right. and we'll make sure that we've got the correct information in front of us moving forward. This is the Storm Hour, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You've lot to get involved. We are going deep inside Storm Camp because they are in Cronulla this week playing the Sharks. So we'll head to have a chat to assistant coach Ryan Hinchcliffe next on the Storm Hour on SEN. Welcome back to the Melbourne Storm Hour. Sam Hargrave, Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns, our two Storm players in for the Storm Hour. Uh, T-Bone of the Week is coming up in about 15 minutes, and this is where the boys nominate uh, people who might not have covered themselves in glory during the week from the club, and we've already just got some nominations uh, that we're very keen to get to. You can get involved and nominate a T-Bone of the Week, uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. And if you're wondering what it's all about, uh, please just take us through, Shandor, how we came up with the T-Bone and what it's in, uh, I suppose, memoriam of. Yeah, and we, you know, we won't touch... In honour of, not We won't memoriam, touch no on the controversy of, of stakes and whatnot, but let's, yeah, let's that's stay ridiculous. focused. Exactly. Uh, so Cameron Munster, the great Cameron Munster, uh, was living in a house with a few of the Storm boys, and uh, they went by the name of the Porterhouse as a group. So they've all went out and got tattoos, and uh, Money has got a tattoo of a T-bone stake instead. So hence the award T-bone uh, for basically... Idiot of the week. Yeah, that's a that's a great, very nicely surmised Thank from you. you. Hey, uh, it is a big game this week. Uh, only one loss for the Storm this season. Uh, you're heading to Cronulla, and every, I think it's one of these games that everyone looks at the draw and says, when are the Storm playing the Sharks? Because there's a genuine dislike, mm. a real rivalry that's built between the Storm and the Sharks. So we want to go inside camp, and we've been good enough to be joined by one of the assistant coaches, Ryan Hinchcliffe, who's in Storm camp in enemy territory at the moment. Have you got us there, Ryan? Good evening, fellas. How are you? Uh, we're very good. And just before we get into the game, what kind of impact is Storm the Storm Hour having on the club as a whole? Has it really got people talking around uh, training each week? Are the boys doing a good job, or does people think they're coming across as absolute fools? No, they're doing doing a really good job. It's <laughs> certainly spoken about at training all the time. Um, yeah, the boys are doing a really good job, and uh, yeah, they're getting a few callers that are calling in and um, you know, having a good laugh. So that's no, all it's all good stuff. Thank you very much, Thanks, Ryan. Ryan. Great to have you on, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, Cooper. <laughs> How are you, Ryan? What's happening? Oh, no, I'm pretty good, mate. I'm pretty good. Just watch a bit of footy, mate. Not too much. How's the feel inside the camp at the moment? Well, mate, I'm actually in Altona at the moment. Oh, oh, right, oh right, come This is the best episode of the Storm Hour ever. This is 
I'll tell you, Ryan, I've got an email sitting here from, from Munners, the media <laughs> manager, saying that you're in camp at the moment. <laughs> Well, Manus has got you an absolute duty tonight. <laughs> uh, well, what's, what's the feel himself. inside the camp at Altona, uh, Ryan? Mate, well, I'm just I'm, I'm just sitting in the um, little kids' play area, actually out the back. The kids are in bed, and um, but it's nice. It's nice. The kids are asleep, so it's always a good time. <laughs> oh, oh Manus wow. has got you a beauty. He's really yeah, he's yeah. really stitched me up yeah. this week, hasn't he? I, uh, just on this game quickly because. Uh, before um, the boys want to play a little bit of audio of um, what exactly Ryan Hoffman did and, and how people are feeling about Ryan Hoffman's efforts at the judiciary to get Joe Stimson off this week, just on uh, this game, it, as I said before, it's one that people really look forward to. Storm taking on the Sharks. It doesn't matter where the teams are on the ladder. There is a, a real sense of rivalry with this one. Yeah, there is. It stems back a little while, obviously, to the 2016 grand final and um, you know, there's always been, you know, possibly Paul Gallen plays for the Sharks and Cameron Smith and the origin and stuff that's been going on for a long time as well. So there's definitely a bit of feeling in these games. There's a little bit extra, there's no doubt about that. But, um, you know, they've, um, you know, they've got a very good side and, um, you know, we need to make sure we keep it improving week in, week out on what we're doing. And I know the boys are, are really excited to, to go up and play. We know it's going to be a pretty hostile environment there. It always is. So, um, you know, we've prepared for that. And, um, yeah, we just need to go out and, and execute what we've, what we've focused on this week. Um, Hinchy, I noticed you said that you uh, hated Paul Gallon there. Uh, so what do you think are the key, <laughs> what do you think are the key matchups this week or where are we going to win the game? Oh, I don't hate Paul Gallon. I have a lot of oh, respect. Oh, sorry, I must, I must have. He's still playing. He's got to. Be, he's got to be about forty by now, doesn't he? But um, what's his secret? He's a good player. What's the secret? What's his? What's Paul Gallon's secret to keep playing? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, mate. I'll leave that up to you. He keeps <laughs> training. He keeps. You know, he's boxing trainer, mate. Probably. But I think it's um, in the in in the big men up front. You know, obviously they've got in for feeder there, Matt Pryor. You know, um, you know Jesse Bromwich and you know Big Nelson Asafa Solomona for us. Mm. So I think. Um, you know, a lot of these games, you know, it's probably not going to be a pretty game, but, you know, a lot of the weather, you know, takes it by the scruff of the neck and, um, you know, can get some, create some ruck speed and, you know, lead their side defensively. I think there's some, some really good matchups in the front row. Yeah, I like that. Hey, uh, Ryan Hinchcliffe, Melbourne Storm assistant coach. Interesting audio from Craig Bellamy during the week when he was asked about the fact that Joe Stimson got off at the judiciary. And yep. he was asked about what, you know, what went into that and what kind of defence was laid out. And Ryan Hoffman is the, the, the manager now, the, or the assistant, assistant to, the, yep. yeah, assistant to the, the player manager. Uh, and this is what Craig Bellamy had to say about uh, Hoff's efforts to get Joe Stimson uh, off that charge. Any time, any moment now. For Joey, you know, to want to take it on. And um, there's a bit of celebration up in the, in the offices this morning. Ryan Hoffman was the old... Uh, Defender, or is, or is it the uh, yeah, whatever? He, he went in there and um, you know uh, protected Joey or uh, defended Joey, and um, you know I, I, I get into it. There's you know as with some of the the vision in you know some of the Queensland Cup games and probably New South Wales Cup games. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but there was only one angle, and you couldn't really see what part of Joey's body actually hit him in the head or even the um, and you know from the look of where it was you know we just saw that it was at the end of the day it was Joey's decision because he you know he would have missed it wouldn't 
missed a bit and it was a grade two, but when you look at it, I think there was certainly enough doubt that, you know, he, it was an accident, it wasn't, um, you know, he, he didn't actually mean to, to hit him in the head and from that one angle, I, I think it'd be hard, hard to um, not get him off to be, to be quite honest, but uh, having said that, you know, there's obviously um, some other things you know to look at, but just from that one angle, and that's the only angle they had. Um, you know, I think it was, it was probably a little bit harder to even got charged. But yeah, you know, like I say, it was, it was a bit of a risk. But, but Joey, you know, was very confident. I'm not quite sure whether he was confident off, but he was confident. Yeah, what happened? Because I know we were all that confident off, but uh, he's up there and they're all uh, you know, he's getting carried around on, on people's shoulders up there this morning. So uh, yeah, but like. There we. That was the long version. Bit hard to listen to. I only fell asleep then. Actually. Yeah, no, we did too. The the point that we were trying to get to was at the end there, where uh, Bell said no one really had that much confidence in Ryan Hoffman. Why not? Yeah, well, Hoff. Well, where do I start? He's got. He's got. They can only write a memoirs about Hoffman. He's, he's start to his new job about, um, <laughs> you know, some indiscretions that have happened. But I'm not going to throw him under the bus too much. But he did walk in this morning. His head was massive. He's calling himself. Harvey Spectre. From oh, the- oh, wow. Um, I feel sorry for Sam. He's yeah, been thrown yeah. to the wolves, oh, really. You know, yeah. We've been calling him Dennis Denudo from um, <laughs> the castle. Yep. And happened to be on TV at 8.30 last night, Channel 9, the castle. So um, He's the equivalent yeah, to a public I'll, defender, let's be honest. It was the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he pretty much walked in there and, yeah, they, it was pretty much over in about 15 minutes. So I don't know how much Hoff did, but you, know, you need to have a win every now and again, don't you? So we'll, we'll let him get away with this one. Uh, Ryan Hinchcliffe from Deep Inside Storm Camp, which apparently isn't in Cronulla, where they're playing this <laughs> it's weekend. In it's in Altona. Uh, nicely stitched up there. Hey, mate, good luck this weekend, and thanks for being on the Storm Hour. Yeah. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, Thank Ryan. You. Thank you, Ryan. He was just relieved to get away in the end, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fell asleep during the audio. Uh, big thank you to Ryan Hinchcliffe. Uh, up next, this is what we all look forward to, T-Bone of the Week, where nominations come through for basically who's been the most foolish person mm. and done the stupidest thing throughout the course of the week. The boys have got some nominations. We might need another hour to get through because about seven have come through from this show alone. So uh, Shandor Earl, Cooper John, stay there. More Storm Hour coming up next. T-Bone of the Week, one 736 736 If you'd like to give us a nomination, we've got tickets to the Storm taking on the Tigers in Thursday in a couple of weeks' time. We'll figure out when that is as well. Storm Hour on SEN. Boom. We are the storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one. On 11.16 SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Sam Hargraves and joined by Shandor Earl and Cooper Johns from the Storm. Before we get into everybody's favourite segment, uh, Broncos about to head out now against the Rabbitohs. Quickly, just a quick tip tonight. This is a real grudge match. I like this. Wayne versus Sieves, all the controversy of the coaching swaps during the preseason and about a week before the season started. Uh, who's winning and why? Uh, Rabbits for me. I think uh, the boys will get around Wayne. And I just think they're the informed team at the moment as well. Yeah, 100% agree. I think their halves and their king game will be too strong tonight, Rabbitohs. All right, let's get to T-Bone of the Week where we uh, nominate and award uh, the person who has done maybe the stupidest thing that's happened this week. I'll, I'll get us rolling. Uh, Ryan Hoffman, as we just heard earlier from Ryan Hinchcliffe, who got Joe Stimson off at the judiciary. He's been walking around Melbourne Storm training uh, all day, calling himself Harvey Specter. 
that is a T-bone. <laughs> that is definitely a T-bone. Uh, yeah, Rule, before, as I let Cooper Johns in before, and you were running late as you usually are, mm. uh, I said, where's Shandor? And Cooper said, oh, he's been sending me texts. Uh, you're a T-bone of the week. Have a listen. <laughs> Just listen to some of these texts that Shandor's sending. We've done about two shows, and have a listen to where Shandor thinks we are in the scheme of things <laughs> in the media landscape. Please, Cooper. So, quote, Shandor Earl, send Sammy down now. I'm getting... <laughs> I'm getting papped. We have hit the big time. What? Who's out there? (laughs) And then closely followed by, am I at the right place? Can't see a red carpet for the funniest duo on S-E-N. You are a grub, You are a grub. What disrespect. Gary and Tim for breakfast are ringing up now saying, who is this pelican? I hope Gary and Tim get Fiji water because, I mean, (laughs) we're getting tap water here. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on? Are you? Uh, what, what's brought on that sort of sense of self? Uh, a bit of fun between the boys, but you know that's obviously where we're headed. We're headed. We're destined for big things. Oh, they're my two nominations. Shannon, have you got a couple? Yeah, mate. Uh, Joe Stimson, as as his roommate, the Falcons. Joe has a webbed toe. Um, now, although Ooh. it's not his fault. You're a T-bone. You could argue that his toe looks like a T-bone, but it's disgusting, <laughs> and you, you're a T-bone, mate. You might not be the of the week, but you you're a T-bone. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mine, mine is our media manager Munners, who was actually, um, if he hasn't already nominated himself for a T bone for all the screw ups we've had today, then you know <laughs> he actually texted me this morning, Munners, and he said, "Hey Cooper, I've got a story for you on myself. Can you nominate me as wow. the T bone of the week?" No, you can't you know be. What? You can't be fishing for nominations. The fact that you think that I'm going to listen to you and nominate who you think <laughs> oh, wow. is disgusting, and you're my T bone, Munners. <laughs> He's obviously got a couple of old flames in Melbourne looking for a shout-out. What, Good about, what about the vitriol from Cooper Johns? Yeah, well, well-deserved, I say. Yeah, and also, too, Munners, I've got this here saying double pass for the Melbourne Storm to take on Parramatta Eels at Amy Park on Saturday, May 11th. Now, as you've rightly pointed out to me, Shandarill, they're playing at uh, Suncorp. Yeah, that was probably Hoffy, to be fair. Okay, we'll blame that on Hoffy. Another nomination for Hoffy. Uh, whoever's won tickets tonight, it, I think it'll be to the West Tigers the Thursday after. But just stick with us. We'll sort it out. Have you got one, uh, Billy Walters? Billy Walters. I think he, he nearly takes it out today, Billy Walters. We, me and uh, my little my little roommate sitting in the corner, Harry, we went um, we went over to Billy's Probably the before. unluckiest man in rugby league, uh, Harry Grant, who's been sitting here quietly just enjoying the show. Uh, he's a, He plays at hooker. Uh, who plays at hooker for the Melbourne Storm, by the way? Uh, who is it? Is it Cameron, uh, Cameron Smith? Is it? Uh, I think it's Cameron Smith. What about that? That's like waiting for a bus. What's that? It never Harry, comes. He's, he's had it. Oh, <laughs> mate, get go easy. Oh, Harry, what, you want he's, it? He should, he's passed he should, his days. Oh, you can't say can't that. Say that Harry, we he's told future, you, don't, not, don't speak. He's don't a future immortal. immortal. Don't speak unless spoken to. Don't he's, embarrass us. He's a future immortal. You can't say that. Okay, uh, so Billy Walters, son Billy of Walter, uh, uh, Maroon's coach, Kevin Walters. Yep, son of Kevin. He. So me and Harry went over and... We, we thought, but surprise, Billy will play some, you know, we'll play some games with him. He, we walk into his room. Spin the he's, he's Not spin the bottle. He's in pitch black watching, if it, he's watching the Real Housewives of LA. And if that's not bad oh. enough, he's sitting there in his Bonds undies about tongue deep into <laughs> a huge tub of Nutella. Oh, wow. what? No spoon, just straight out of the tub. Tongue 
Deep oh, wow. Billy Walters. <laughs> wow. and, and his father, one of the great men, uh, just a wonderful bloke. I don't know if he'll be that proud of that. That's not an image he wants to know about. And, and Billy, is he struggles with his weight as well. Yeah, there is oh, a, a, let's not body shame yeah, Billy. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to fat shame, but if you were going to fat shame, it would be about Billy. If <laughs> you were right. going to. There, I tell you what, there's about a list of 10 nominees this week, uh, but that, I think Billy Walters will take that out. Team oh, owner wow. of the week. There we go. All done and dusted, as is the storm hour for another week. Boys, this was a great text that came through a little bit earlier. Uh, guys, I don't – not a massive rugby league fan, but I love the storm and I love the show. Enjoy listening. So thank you very much. Uh, that's a storm hour for another much. week. Shandor Earl, Cooper Green Johns. Room, here we come. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, this is the storm hour sporting capital up next on SEN. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Mate.